Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to the Sports Preview Show here on the podcast. Today's show is brought to you in association with localmedia.ie, an award-winning web development company based here in the Hive in Carrick and Shannon, brought to you by the same people who bring you Leitrim Daily each and every week on the podcast here. Today's show, we're going to be looking at the Conical Senior Football Championship and the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship, which kick off in just seven days' time in the county. One game on Friday night next weekend, with the other two competitions rolling through the weekend, and the fixtures fully available on leitrimgaa.ie for anyone who wants to keep abreast of those games. A few changes this year. We're going to be looking at home and away games rather than playing at neutral venues, which is a first for Leitrim Gaelic football in the championship. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, it's been brought around because of COVID. We're going to be talking about that and other COVID implications with both Seamus Gallagher and Brendan Cookin, who are going to be joining us on today's show to talk about each of the teams taking part in both of those competitions. First, we're going to turn our attention towards the senior grade, and I'm delighted to welcome Brendan Gookin back to the show. Thanks very much, Bethany. Thanks for having me back. No problem at all. Always a pleasure to have you. You are, of course, as I mentioned, the under-17 inter-county manager. Let's maybe start with that, because it's been a strange couple of months. You started off really well, and then this whole virus blew up. And so how has the last three or four months been? Yeah, I think it's new ground for everybody. Um, you know, it, it sort of caught us all on the hop. Um, preparation was going really well up until about the 10th of March. And then obviously we had to follow protocol from the GEA and we haven't got together as a group since. Um, their club championship is starting on, on Monday week, which is, is great in one way because they'll be getting lots of football. But in saying that, I think the, the county final, the Leitrim county final for the under-17s is fixed for, I think it's the 10th of September. So effectively, you're only going to have them for a few weeks. Now, we haven't got actual dates for, for the inter-county championship, but you'd imagine you could be looking at maybe the third weekend in October. So, um, But I suppose the only thing about it is every, every other team is in the same boat, so you just have to make do as best you can. If there's a young lad listening to this, maybe 15 or 16, who missed out on the earlier rounds of selections, will they get an opportunity to shine in this championship? Is it kind of a, a bit of a blessing maybe for one or two lads to get that crack again at catching your attention absolutely I think I said to you previously like we had up on 80 players that that went for trials which was a fantastic turnout we could only pick a panel of 30 but we've always made it clear that it's very much an open panel and um, you know we definitely will be looking at guys in the championship and it's it'll keep the lads that are already there keep them on their toes and I suppose my thing as a from management point of view is that the guys that are on the panel, you would be looking for them to perform and stand out in, in their club championship. And if there's anybody else of note, then definitely they'll be getting a chance. Is it nice from a manager's point of view to have that club championship before the county team comes together to get that opportunity to see lads in competitive action? Because most years you don't have that advantage really as an inter-county underage manager. Yeah, personally for me, I think it's great. And I think it'll pre- prepare the lads very well. Um, it's going to be a very competitive championship and I'm delighted that we'll the whole management team will get a good look at, at the lads um, so yeah it's great preparation Of course you've also been in the senior hotspot as well but if we look at your club activity with St Mary's over the years you've been on the winning side as a player uh, you've been on the winning side as a coach as well 
At intermediate level, not at senior level, yeah. In terms of what goes into a club championship campaign for the clubs that are kind of facing into that over the next week or 10 days as it starts? Well, again, it's a very difficult time because you're trying to juggle um, and trying to get so much into the last number of weeks. Um, now, I, I would imagine every club in the county have been doing their own bit, um, maybe not collectively, but um, that their managers would have been directing them in, in you know, their fitness levels and even in relation to diet and sleep, the, the usual things that are nearly the norm now for club footballers. Um, the last number of weeks, I would imagine challenge games would be a big focus. Um, and there's no better way of getting guys fit than, than playing in challenge games. So it's it's probably, you know, the old saying that it's better than 10 training sessions, a challenge game. So I would believe that a lot of clubs are focusing on challenge games at the at the moment. In terms of, I know we're hearing rumours, not rumours, but we're hearing stories about games happening left, right and centre across the county and, and beyond. I know teams travelling as far as Offaly and Longford, Westmead to get games. I suppose with, with the context of the virus, is it safe to be travelling those kind of distances to play games or should we be looking maybe just across the border into Cav and Sligo over Scotland to play games? Yeah, very hard for me to comment on that one, Breffney, as in relation to health and safety of what's what's best to do. Um, I suppose at the moment the guidelines are there that you can travel with anywhere with, within the country, so I suppose going down to Offaly is probably no different than going over to Sligo or to Cavan, but... Um, I would imagine that every club is following the protocol and, and the instruction issued by, by GA headquarters. Perfect. Let's take a look at the senior championship for a while. Obviously, a bit of a change this year. Two groups of five, down from six last year, with four teams going through to the quarterfinals. So, uh, really, it's kind of a sorting competition. There'll be one team eliminated at the group stage, so eight of the ten will still progress to the quarterfinals. But some interesting draws. One really tough group with your own St. Mary's in there. Um <clears throat> Let's start maybe looking at, at that group A. It's got Mohol, Fina, St. Callian, St. Mary's Kiltard, Balnamore, Shauna Heslands, Anaho Will in it. Uh, some interesting ties in there with a lot of teams realistically looking for championship success this year. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this year's championship and, and as you say, the Group 1 in particular. Um, so many interesting things about Group 1. Um, I suppose the, the standout for me is obviously the, the first game, St. Mary's and Fina. And Fina this year being managed by um, Joe Flynn, who was last year St Mary's manager. Um, I think St Mary's are very fortunate in the manager they got in this year, and, and Dennis Connerton, who's you know fantastic track record behind them with both Longford Slashers and Longford County team. Um, so for me, that's a really exciting game. It's the first and game up as well. Yeah, um, obviously you have Balnamore, very very unfortunate in last year's um, county final. Um, you know the sending off of, of Donald Feely is still being debated. Should it shouldn't have? I was at the game personally. I don't think it should have happened. Um, Conor Dolan getting that free five minutes into into injury time. Um, but I suppose in that group, uh, I would definitely fancy Balnamore probably topping the group. Um, again, I suppose the the home and away fixture will have a big bearing. Ahuillen at home are going to be extremely hard beaten. So my my four out of that would be possibly Ahuillen playing Mohul, which is second and third, and then maybe um, uh, we'll say Balnamore playing St Mary's. Um, you know, it's but it's it's so hard to call. It's it, like Fina have a really young team coming forward. 
So I think that's why the first game is going to be a massive, massive game. You think that realistically that's where that decision is going to be made in that first game between Carrick and St Mary's? Yeah. I, Carrick and Phoenix, should I say? I, I do. I think it's it's really going to... Um, the two of them are probably... St Mary's, again, have a very young team. Um, they have massive potential. Um, a lot of last year's minor team coming forward. Is it a bit too soon for them yet? I'm not too sure. I, I would have huge time for the, for those young lads um, and Fina again they have a young young team hungry team um, so it'll be interesting it will be interesting Mohal and Ahawillan two seasoned campaigners so I don't think they'll have any issues in getting to the quarterfinal stages When we talk about Ballon more they came so close last year after years in the wilderness it's been almost 30 years since they last lifted the, the Ellis Cup should they be looking at a is anything less than a championship success for them this year a failure in terms of the resources that have seemed to have gone into the team, in terms of the focus that's been put in in the entire community, not just within the GA club? Yeah, well, I think I suppose it's Dominic Carrigan's second year in, in charge and, again, a very capable manager. Um, like There's massive talent within that Ballinamore squad. Um, the two McGoverns, Matthew Murphy, young, young Pryor, Tom Pryor coming into it. And, you know... They were. They probably didn't play as well as they could have in the county final, and yet it was only the last kick of the ball that, that beat them. So, yeah, I would imagine their expectation is definitely to challenge for the county final again this year. Let's take a look over at Group 2, which includes all the Gales, Alan Gales, Leitrim Gales, Melvin Gales, current champions, Glencar, Manor Hamilton, and probably everyone's outsiders, to some extent, Drum Riley, but they've surprised everybody in recent years. Um, they certainly will relish the challenge of getting out of that group. How do you see those games going? Again, just starting with Drum Riley, I think every year um, at their pearl, teams write off Drum Riley, and they're just a fantastic club team. Um, their their spirit and their their will to win and their will to stay in in the top tier division is I I really admire it. The problem I would see is that the the legs are getting that bit older. You know, John McKeown. Declan Maxwell, you know, they've been fantastic servants to Drum Riley. Will this be the year that will catch up with them? Um, possibly, but I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't write them off. But um, you would imagine Manor will probably progress at the reason and probably top that table. Um, my dark horse in, in this year in that group would be Alan Gales. I think this is one of the first years that Alan Gales having guys travelling abroad, which always was a problem in the past. And again, they have some great young talent. Um, Leitrim Gales, you know, deservedly won the, the intermediate final last year. And again, they have a great crop of young players. Um, and I would imagine that they will, will reach the quarterfinal stage again. Um, Melvin Gales, I suppose, you know, hit and miss again last year. Beat, beat St Mary's well in the quarterfinal, but were, you know, well beaten against Manor. Um, but... Um, I would say on, on a given day and again the home and away advantage I wouldn't like any team to be travelling down to Kinlaw to, to try and overtake Melvin Gale so. I think it's to Bundoran as well it's not even just to Kinlaw they've actually okay. played to Bundoran so in terms of that home and away it's a brand new feature of the championship this year something you probably never really experienced albeit you did get to play in, in Carrick for a lot of the championship games at the later stages in your own playing career how much of an impact will that be? Say the likes of uh, opening day, Melvin Gales coming to Leitrim Village to play Leitrim Gales, because that could be a crunch game, deciding maybe who's second or third or fourth in the in the group. How much of an advantage is that home advantage? I think it's a massive advantage, and again, if you take 
Drum Riley, there's not too many teams have, have probably ever played championship football down in Drum Riley. And it's, you know, tight pitch and home crowd in on top of you, very, very difficult. Um, Melvin Gale's obviously the same if you're travelling that little bit further into Bundorn. It's, um, it's, it's sort of hard to get clubs players focus when you're travelling that far away, uh, playing on a new ground. So anybody that travels to Drum Riley or to Bundorn, I think will find it very difficult. The majority of guys would have played in Drumshambo on a championship day as it is. Even Leitrim Gales would have been used in the past, so I don't think it would be as much of a challenge. But um, yeah, I think Kinla, or Melvin Gales and Drum Riley have a massive advantage for their home games. Is that something you'd like to see continued, or do you think there's something special about neutrality in terms of, of how that kind of creates the atmosphere, that it's not quite a, a home game, which also not travelling as far? I think, and, and you know, credit to the county board and the CCC for trying out this. Um, you know, obviously, um, it's it's something new, and I think it will work very well, and it'll make it a bit more competitive and a bit more interesting. And and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cast an eye over. I know we won't get into depth on it, but cast an eye over the intermediate championship. Obviously, three teams came down from senior last year. That being Ochna Sheelan, Gortletra, and. Drumahair all dropped down. Drumahair and Sheehan were well off the pace last year. Gort Letra, most people would expect to, to be reasonably competitive at that level. Anna Duff, Drum Kieran, Balneglera were all competitive there. Eslin, for some reason, always seemed to be very competitive no matter what grade they're in. Um, how do you see that division going from an, an overall point of view? Yeah, again, look at it. It's going to be very interesting. Um, I suppose I watched Gort Letra and Fina in the, in the relegation, and, and Fina were without doubt better on the day but but um Gordletra made it very difficult for them and yet we're talking about Fina competing you know and competing well in, in a senior championship so I would say Gordletra are, are definitely hurting being down playing intermediate football they'd be a very proud club so they'll be looking to return to the top tier as quick as possible um, again watched Anna Duff in the semi-final last year um I would have a lot of respect and time for Anna Duff. You know, again, they've some good young footballers coming through. Good manager in Carl Foley. They'll be they'll be very well prepared. So, you know, they're going to be there thereabouts. Drum Kieran again, um, probably disappointed with their own performance in the county final last year. They probably thought there was more in them. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a really tightly contested battle between the top four teams you know throw Balnaglera or Eslin into the mix there and it's going to be very competitive you're obviously over the under 17s none of your players uh, can play in these competitions so you're going to these games as a as a neutral effectively or as a supporter with a bit of a St Mary's twinge obviously um would the coronavirus just to go back to that again would that affect your decision to go to a game on a Saturday or Sunday uh, over the coming weeks and months definitely not for me I, I sort of couldn't wait to get back and, and you know get out and even watch my own kids training like because I it was definitely a void for me over the last couple of months at the weekend you'd you'd be going to a junior game to a senior game to an underage game it wouldn't really matter to to a ladies game so I really missed it um, again I suppose we've been very fortunate in Leitrim where um, you know, we, we probably got away lighter than other counties in relation to cases. Um, so I would imagine everybody will do everything by the book in relation to social distancing and just everybody will be happy to be outdoors and, and watching what they love and that's Gaelic football being played within the county. 
Well, listen, thank you so much for dropping in to me and having a chat and giving us a bit of an insight into what's going on in the minds of the players and officials in each of these clubs over the coming weeks. It's been a pleasure. And, of course, as soon as your 17s get back on the pitch as well, the very best of luck to you and your management team and the players involved in that squad later on in the year too, whenever that might be, late October. I know you mentioned earlier on. Thanks very much, Brennan. Thanks as always, Rafi. Now, I mentioned at the top of the program that today's episode is brought to you by localmedia.ie. It is a new company based here in The Hive, brought to you by the same people behind Leitrim Daily. Those 200 plus episodes you've been listening to over the last 12 months. It is, of course, focused on developing websites for companies in Leitrim and further afield, and specifically looking at the recent announcement of the trading online voucher which will 90% fund any initiative to get Leitrim small and medium-sized businesses actively trading online. If you'd like to know more about how your company can avail of this service through the local enterprise office and how localmedia.ie and Leitrim Daily can help you with that, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Our contact email is info at localmedia.ie and you can get more information as well as look at our portfolio of clients on localmedia.ie. I look forward to hearing from you if you or your business are interested in getting involved in that particular scheme to get your new website 90% funded. Please get in touch for more information. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Now, if we turn our attention to the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship this year in Leitrim, and I'm joined now to have a chat through the how most of these teams are preparing or as little as we can work out about how much these teams are preparing uh, by Seamus Gallagher himself of Drum Kieran, of course beaten finalists a number of times over the last few years we won't dwell on that too much Seamus welcome back to the programme yeah thanks very much Grefty and sure it's, it's good to be back with football to look forward to how nice is that after a couple of months of uncertainty to be back talking about football actual on the field stuff rather than will it even happen I know it's 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 good as far as I'm concerned. It's it's um, you know for a long time we didn't know whether we'd have any football or not. Uh, for us for a time there, I was just wondering, you know, will will it be safe to play football on this? And you know, there's, it's so strange and so different. You know, the uh, dressing rooms have to be sanitised after each game, and I think players have to have their own bottles, water bottles. You know, so many things for uh, backroom teams and that to, to think about what to, to, to keep safe really. Uh, but let's hope we get through it and that everybody comes through it safe and we get to a finale in, in, at the end of September. Absolutely. Now, looking at the Intermediate Championship, let's start in your own team's group. That's from Kieran. They're drawn in Group 1 alongside Eslin, Balneglera, Bornacula and Ochnashielan. Now, from Kieran going to this as the beaten finalists last year and Aduff, of course, beaten in the semi-final. Balneglera, you, you were their victors uh, back in the semi-final last year as well. There's also a couple of teams dropped down from the senior grade, Drummer Hare, Gortle Etra and Ochnashielan. Is there anyone else you see challenging for this championship? Because it looks like it really is an open race at intermediate level this year. Yeah, um, that's. Uh, I was giving us a few thoughts there before you rang me, and I thought, you know, th- I think it's much more open than the senior championship. You know, in the senior championship, we always have you can you can pop out four or five teams, and one of them is nearly guaranteed to win it. You look at these ten teams here in the intermediate, and you say, on their day, any of the any of the ten of them could win it. I think there's very little between. Uh, between the ten of them, um, we can't gauge 
the forums are going into every, they're all going in, excuse the pun, they're all going in on a level playing field, but um, being no league, you know, no league, uh, if there was a league, you'd say, well, uh, such a one is doing well, they've won all the games, they, they, they should go well in the championship, etc. But you've done that this year, you just have to wait and see maybe how the first round goes and the second round, but uh, tough group, I think um, our own team, Jim Cairn, is in a tough group there with I think it's Balneglera, Eshlin, Akhtashilin and Barnacool, isn't it? That's yeah, that's our correct. group. And, um, you know, we've had some great battles with some of those teams and we, we never seem to get separated from Balneglera. I think we meet every year on the championship and we got the better of them last year in, in the semi-finals. Tight game, as it always is. Uh, Akhtashilin and Dunkirk, always a, a tough game. And um, the same, you know, Eshlin are... Uh, you just, when you mention Eshlin, you mentioned the two Burns and the... Uh, uh, there'll be players there will have a job to match them two boys if they're on form so Borna Cooley again some very good players so a tough lead there I suppose the only good thing is it that there's four teams out of the five is going to come through so you know um, who would it be it's you know you just can't answer that question yet but it's it's going to be tough You mentioned the fact that there's no league form to read anything really into over the last few months that a lot of teams are coming into this um, under the radar because of that in terms of the teams you're in the unfortunate situation I suppose of of playing Eslin in the first game you're not really sure what to expect you've mentioned the two, two burns and they will be vital to any Eslin challenge but the second round you face Ocknashielan who are idle in group one so essentially your first two games you're kind of going in blind from a Drum Kieran point of view Oh yeah that's for sure I suppose the other strange thing before we go on to that is is the neutral venues are gone this year and, and it's all home and away in, in the round robin. And that's going to be very interesting. It'll be interesting to see what crowds turn up as well, you know, because I, I have spoken to people that, you know, they're thinking twice about going to some of these matches because of the, the COVID-19. So, as I said, it'll be interesting to see what crowds turn up. But uh, as I said, we're away testing in the first game. It's not a venue we've been in that often down through the last few years. And, uh, you know, Eslin will be tough at home. And uh, as you say, we'll go back in then. We have a home game, the second one. That's the, the advantage we have. But Ocknashielan, as I said earlier, always a tough game with Dunkirk and Ocknashielan. Never ending, only a few points between us. So, you know, if if you lose the first game and go into the second game leading to win it, that's, you know, if you lose the first two games, you're in trouble. And uh, as far as qualification is concerned. So, uh, interesting times ahead there in, in that group To look at that group though if you, if you had to call it Shim it's obviously Drumkeer and the heart will be saying top of the, of the pile uh, realistically when you look at those five teams who do you expect to be the four coming out of that and maybe if you can give us a bit of an order in terms of how you think they're going to fare out over the first round of games I know it's very yeah. difficult but if you're if we put a neck on the block I was going to say you're an awful lot there but anyhow um, look at has a good championship record there we just can't get to over that final hurdle I think we've lost four finals in the intermediate and three of them was by one point and uh, last year of course we lost Leeds and Gales but uh, we're always there or thereabouts and I think we, we will come out of the group there and I think Banaglair is another team that will come out there um, they got to the semi-final last year after Sheelan I, I think it's between Barnacool and Eston and maybe the winner of the Barnacool Eston game will be the, the fourth team to come through there 
course, that game doesn't happen until uh, the second round of competition. So interesting to see how that develops. The other round, of course, the other group in this uh, Intermediate Championship for 2020 has also got five teams in it. Anadouf and Carrie Gallen and Kiltubbard there from last year. But Gortletra and St. Patrick's Drummer both have dropped into that division from the senior ranks at the end of last year. Drummer probably very much out of their depth at senior last year. They'll be looking back to come back and bounce back at the first time of asking. Gortletra always a powerhouse. They'll be pretty eager to, to kind of impress after a disappointing season last year. Kiltubbard, disappointing season at intermediate, but really pushed on at junior last year. And I might be seeing some of those lads coming through as these young lads come through. They've also got Barry McQueenie, last year's minor player of the year, coming into that team for the first time. So there's really a fair competition on that group too as well, Seamus. Oh yeah, it's 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 a tough uh, group as well. And you know, <clears throat> didn't mention it until now, but uh, position to finish in, of course, is very is vital. There's... I, I presume it's uh, the top team probably plays the fourth team, is it? In, in, it is, uh, yeah. Yeah, Declan Bohan yeah. confirmed so, that last know, week. It's, it's, it's vital if you can get the top place. You, you may get one of the weaker teams in the other group, but uh, that doesn't guarantee a win either. Uh, tough group, as you mentioned there. You'd have to say, you know, got Letra and Drummond here uh, came down last year from senior in this group. And it really was because of the new format. You know, if the format had stayed the way it was, one of them at least would be still up there. So I think they're really coming down as, as senior clubs. Now, Drummahair did have a tough, but I think you have to look at Gartletter and Drummahair as, as two of the teams that will qualify from that group. Carrie Gallen, always, you know, a steady team there, always hard to beat there. And uh, Anadolf, of course, not that many years ago since Anadolf were playing senior championship football. They got to the semi-final of the intermediate last year and uh, they'll be looking to go a step or two further this year. As you said, Kilt Hubbard didn't have a good year last year. Interesting to see how the will uh, come into play this year. And again, you see, we don't know form or anything. So, um, again, a tough group. If I know you're going to ask me for me four <laughs> choices. Uh, I think Kilt Hubbard might be the team to, to lose out there. I'd go for Anna Duff, Gert Letzer, Drummer and Carrie Gallen to, to get to the quarterfinals there. In that order, Seamus? No. <laughs> <laughs> um I was just looking for. I was. I had them written down. You were looking for the easy out, weren't you? I think Gartletzer probably will will uh, finish top. Maybe Anna Duff, Carrigal, and Drummer. Okay, so interesting times ahead in that group as well. Yeah. If you had don't, to put, don't go to the bookies now. Uh, <laughs> with that. <laughs> if you had to put your your neck on the block for uh, an ultimate winner of the championship, who do you think? Uh, again, in a bit of a vacuum. To be fair to you, who do you think are, are your bet for the championship this year? Will there be anyone listening to me around Jim Kieran on this? <laughs> no, no, just a conversation yeah, with yourself and myself. Me, Nobody listens at well, all, I, you're fine. I, I, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I think God lets the team to, to beat this year in, in the intermediate. And that's and I, I think Jim Kieran will be there thereabouts as well. Okay, so we, that's our final prediction is Gortletra maybe to beat Drum Kieran in the final, says you. Hart says Drum Kieran but, might, might get it, but yeah, the head yeah. is saying yeah, Gortletra. Well, uh, I'm just saying that. Um, that those two teams could meet in the quarterfinal. You don't know, and then one of them is gone. So you know, it's it's, it's a long way. It's a long road for the final and the end of September. But just when you did ask me, uh, that, that's the teams, the two teams I, I, I go for. Okay, on a practical level, of course, you mentioned the home and away, and you mentioned having spoken to some people anecdotally that were having maybe reservations about going to games. I spoke to Brendan Guckian earlier in the program, and he said absolutely categorically he's going to be at whatever game he can get to. He's just itching to get back to the sideline to watch a bit of football. Uh, yourself and the people you're you're friendly with around Drumcurran, 
you're saying that might not be the case for everybody. Uh, what's your experience well, with no, them? I've spoken to one or two lads that, you know, just uh, would be wary of, of just going to games and may not. Um, that doesn't say that if, if, if the club gets gets into the, the latter stages, I mean, that they won't go then. But uh, uh, just like Brendan, I intend to be at, at every game that Tom Kieran is playing in. And if he can fit in, fit in any other game, I'd also be there. Now, from what I can gather, they're almost all at the same time. So you really will be able to go to one game on the Saturday evening. You know, I think there's one game on, on next Friday night to, to start the Intermediate Championship. But apart from that, uh, they all seem to be at the same time. So, look, it'd be good to get one game a weekend at this stage after after a summer of no football. Absolutely, yes. So say all of us. They haven't made it easy for the likes of me trying to get to as many games as possible in a weekend, uh, which, although... I have to say I'm not kind of half looking forward to not being able to get to as many games as I would have got to all of last summer but it will be interesting to see as the season progresses how the fixtures pan out and how those teams results continue to go Seamus thank you so much for joining me and giving me a few uh, minutes of your time to run us through the, the Intermediate Championship for the coming year I'm sure we'll be chatting to you as the season progresses through the year No problem thanks Bethany And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Thank you very much for listening. I know you're as excited as I am. It's seven more days to the start of the Leitrim Senior and Intermediate Football Championships. Please get out and support your clubs where you can, bearing in mind all the advice you're going to get from COVID. Thank you very much to Brendan and to Seamus for their expertise as we went through the, the various grades of football in the championship this year. Next week, we will be looking in a little bit more detail at the actual fixtures coming up. We'll be hearing from some of the clubs, the coaches, the players involved, uh, as well as a sneak preview of the Ladies Football Championship coming very soon to the podcast as well. Thank you very much for listening. I have been Breffney Early. I will be back talking to you next week.